0: episode one of bookie brook and the boys outstanding stuff another addition to the corn husker connection network lots of good stuff going on here putting out content daily on youtube on spotify wherever you enjoy sports content you'll see our ugly mugs that's for sure bookie brook i'm excited for for this show get to dive into the sports betting side of it as i mentioned before you're pretty much my first bookie ever so i mean this is we're really coming for full circle here uh, then Tyler, I, I, and I know you're a little bit more more green as far as uh, as experience goes here. So I'm excited for for you to catch the itch that uh, that has really plagued me and broke financially. So I'm oh, yeah. excited.
1: Yeah, I'll be um, here to learn a lot. Um, I talk a lot of s- stupid shit. Um, yeah, I'm excited to learn. I'm excited to lose a lot of money and uh, never do this again. So let's do it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh.
2: Week zero definitely got the best of me, as Tyler can attest to. I definitely let his stupid face get in my head (laughs) as far as uh, what I liked. I was on Jacksonville State right away, right when I saw it. We are big UTEP fans, and I stayed off of it. The liners. Man, they have a bad offensive coordinator.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, they so bad. So bad. Then you also had a Navy,
0: didn't you? You picked them in. Once that game started,
1: yeah, you know, I think
2: Navy definitely overhyped themselves with this new passing attack. Uh, their first pass of the game game. got broken up by their own tight end on fourth and four, and I knew we were in trouble right then. And obviously, Ben against Sam Hartman was not how good did he look, man? It was, I don't know, he got hit maybe once the entire game, so.
0: And I'll tell you what. There's something about Sam Hartman where he just looks like a, a gritty Irish quarterback. I, I don't even know if he's Irish, but he's got the, the the dark black black hair. He's got the thick black beard, very well manicured. But it just it looks like that that he leaves the game in like a, a red pickup truck with a Budweiser and the, and the cup holder, just just ready to go home and uh, and yell at his wife or something.
2: Well, if you watched uh,
0: QB one. You know he is from the south, so oh really far off. Oh man, I gotta check that out because yeah, I and and, and of course, I, I've i seen him pop up on, on like the taker for his time at Wake Forest, but yeah, getting to see him, uh, he just looks so good. I think, and he's I think that's take, a huge ad. He's gonna take Notre Dame to the nef- next level offensively, so watch out Ohio State week three or four, whenever it is. Absolutely, I think that'll be such a fun game in South Bend. That's that's tough for, for, for anybody here, but uh lots of good stuff the future's bright we got Colorado uh week one coming up here Colorado TCU playing we got uh Nebraska Minnesota of course we got Florida State LSU outstanding stuff but uh, we're, we're here to win some money so first thing I, I kind of want to talk about and we've gone over this a little bit before but I really wanted to circle back to it as far as futures go I uh, like what's um what was what's going to be the best value going into the season? First, of all, we'll get started with uh, Heisman race. We'll get all these odds from uh, FanDuel Sportsbook, just because I think it's the best interface. They haven't given us any money yet. Sure, would be great if they did. But as, as we kind of scroll through here, Caleb Williams at the front runner here, um, and then a, a long list of, of quarterbacks who could very well win it, including Sam Hartman. I think he just jumped in there at plus sixteen hundred. First non-quarterback. Comes in uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. I think, I don't know who Kyle McCord is or Carson Beck. By
2: That's, uh, McCord is one of the Ohio State quarterbacks and Carson
0: Beck's the Georgia quarterback. Oh, gotcha. Okay, that, that makes sense. Well, perfect. So if if you were putting any money on these, where is the, the value at? Is there value going with a, a heavy favorite like Jaden Daniels or Jordan Travis? Or do you see some, some potential for a guy like uh, Dylan Gabriel or Spencer Rattler? I know Tyler's really high on. Um, where are you going here? If he has So you really, when you're
2: making these bets, you got to think about what their team's going to do because Heisman winners typically are in the CFP or right around there. So I do, I, my pick is Dan or not Daniels, Jordan Travis from FSU. I, he barely turned the ball over last year and he uses his feet. Well, I think it's only up from, Can you guys hear me? Yeah. I think it's only up from here. Um, it really just depends who you think is going to be there at the end of the year probably in the CFP.
0: I think so too. And I think that's what, what's going to disqualify Caleb Williams. That in, in addition, I, for, for him to win a second Heisman Trophy, he'd have to have a better statistical year than, than, than he did last year, which is very well possible. He had a crazy season last year. There's no reason to that, that he can't live up to that. But then you also got to think he's got to lead his team to probably an 11-1 and 12-0 record, which I just don't don't see happening. Um, I, I, I do if uh, Florida State really is as good as, as you think it is. It feels silly to not have Jordan Travis in New York. Uh, my big, big sleeper would be a little bit further down the list. I, I, I wouldn't put any big money on this but by any means, but I really like Marvin Harrison Jr. at plus 3,000. I think he's got a couple of things going for him. I think Ohio State's going to be really good. So I think that they're going to be right in the thick of it, at least going into to the Michigan game undefeated, most likely. Um, and then I think with the new quarterback, any success that 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 they have, I think is also going to be largely contributed to him having a fantastic wide receiver. Like I think back of when Devontae Smith went in at Alabama, that was Bryce Young's freshman year. It's like, oh, well, we don't know anything about Bryce Young yet. Uh, but we know that Devontae Smith caught a million touchdowns and racked up a trillion yards so then i think that that gives him a path as well and then that it also kind of feeds into if you're a new quarterback and you have a generational talent like marvin harrison jr even if if you're not feeling comfortable in any way just like just get the ball in his area and he'll figure it out from there so i think that that, that could at least add to some stat padding there for sure Um uh, but i i think that's great value i think if there's going to be anybody who is not a quarterback to win this Heisman, uh, probably between him or, or Blake Corum.
2: Yeah, absolutely. My my two picks near the top, obviously Jordan Travis that we touched on. I really like Sam Hartman too mm-hmm. there. And if I had to go with a sleeper one, give me Joe Milton over at Tennessee.
1: I like that. He's definitely
0: talented enough. enough Bazooka to Joe you know he's
2: had the he's had the arm talent he got to sit um under hooker last year and kind of watch and study the offense so he's he's really due to pop off and have a good year
0: i think so tyler are there any of these that that you're looking your chops at
1: well what brooks said made me think about a little bit more um because he is right in a sense like you can't have a you can't be on a bad team and win a Heisman. I think it's that's makes it a whole lot harder. But I love Drake May. I love the way that he throws the ball, and I also like Kate Klubnik. I mean, I know that this is going to be like his first full year starting, um, but I think that team is going to be really good in the Clemson Tigers. So I would I would throw him up there as um, as one of my top picks. Him and uh, Drake May.
2: And that's not a bad pick at all, just because they're bringing in Garrett Riley as the, their new OC, and he kind of spreads it out a little bit more. So there's definitely value on clubbing too.
0: I think so too, and I think that they're gonna, I think they're gonna be really good. At, and it's gonna go against everything, every bit of propaganda that Brook's pushing here, but I think they do win the ACC, and I think they're much likely to to be in the college football playoff. But. Not our uh, our topic of conversation. Well, I guess it, it does lead us to who's going to win the, the national championship here. Um, Georgia, obviously, that the biggest favorite at plus two twenty, uh, and they probably are the best team. I, I, I can see why they're they're such big favorites. It is just crazy to me to think that uh, any team's capable of winning three straight national championships. Seems like if there's any team built for it and has the, the pathway to get there pretty uh, seamlessly, it is Georgia um but with futures you, you kind of like to, to add some value there uh is that two to one money I, it's not very good value uh, like i always would I, my, my introduction to futures was like when, when we'd stop in a state that has a casino um or a sports book like vegas and i was able to to, to place a bet there well i'm i'm not gonna put a, a one-to-one bet there if i'm never gonna cash it so i wanted something that I could pay for a plane ticket. So maybe that's a little bit skewed there, but Bookie Brook, where are you looking for um, as far as nat- national championship odds go? Yeah,
2: uh, you're definitely right. You don't want to you don't want to place a bet on Georgia unless you're throwing around some big bucks, just because it wouldn't be worth to hold to that ticket for three four months if you truly think they're going to win it all. You know, obviously, you guys know my love for Florida State this year. I think Notre Dame has great value. Um, Tennessee maybe down there. It's it's really a crapshoot after those those first four teams, right? So if you're if you're looking, those teams probably five to thirteen. If you you feel confident one way or another about them, are your best bets if you're looking to throw down the future.
0: Absolutely. I think uh, if I'm looking at this list here, a couple of names jump off. Whoever you you like in the Big Ten, that's going to be a a fairly good payout to if you think they can make it. So even Michigan at 850, I also didn't realize that Ohio State was favored over Michigan. That feels feels a bit silly to me, but it is what it is. I think Alabama's crazy high on there. Plus 600 feels... Crazy to me replacing a quarterback and also the thing about alabama that that i just kind of realized this morning it's not that they were just having a, a new quarterback they brought in a, a, another quarterback after spring so they saw all yeah, the quarterbacks so they have in, in the spring and i thought we need to add somebody else which that's troublesome to me
2: so their oc is tommy reese who was at notre dame last year and he fought and tyler buckner followed him to alabama So everybody kind of thought he was going to be the favorite to win that job. I haven't been paying super close attention. You would never go wrong taking an Alabama quarterback just because of the weapons and line they have around him. But I just, if you're going to take one, to me it's Milrow because he has something with his legs that I think he has like 4'3 speed.
0: Pretty crazy stuff, that's for sure. But, Tyler, if you had to put some, some money down on a national
1: champion, who would it be? Um, I would go with my Eisen pick. I would go with Clemson. I mean, plus 1,600 is pretty good odds. Um, good I don't think out. they're too far off. I mean, they, they're in the ECC where they only have to deal with one other team. If they can, you know, duke it out the way that I think that they can and win that, I think they'll have a good shot at getting into the playoff. And from there, as you saw last year, Anything can happen. I mean, TCU going to the national championship—nobody saw that coming. So I think Clemson has a good shot at uh, being that team that wins it.
0: Absolutely, I'm right there with you. If I if I had to put my rent money on it, I think I, I lean towards Michigan, just because I, I feel like they're knocking on the door for a national championship. And in the event that it's them in Georgia, while I think Georgia might be the better team, again, just the likelihood of winning three straight national championship games, it feels like the football gods would would intervene and be like, "All right, we got We got to settle this down a little bit here." Uh, if if, it feels like if anybody is going to challenge
2: Georgia, Michigan has the the guys in the trenches to go to toe so. with them.
0: Absolutely. Um, if I was just putting you know some some funny money on it. I'd probably look more at, at a team like Clemson plus sixteen hundred. Those odds are good. Um, Florida State even at, at twenty five hundred, because whoever I I think whoever's gonna gonna win that game early on in in, uh, in Death Valley, I think they're gonna have a, a, as easy of a path to anybody to make the, the college football playoff from there. Uh, so that's, that's probably the next one up. I don't really like any of these teams down the list here so yeah i i would put it either michigan or or clemson or or florida state yeah and as far as conference winners go um there's a a couple ones that i thought were were a bit strange first of all the the big 12 conference it seems like texas is a heavy favorite Um, and then even oklahoma who's who had a horrible year last year compared to their standards they're right next to there but there's such a big gap between texas in the field in the big 12. do you think that's that that's a a trap or do you think that there's there's real value there for which one for texas
2: i think it's kind of a trap everybody's saying texas is going to be good and i personally don't believe in them so i think any of those teams on that list are a good bet for me personally, the two that jump out the most are Texas Tech and TCU. TCU, people forget, uh, their head coach chose to start Chandler Morris over Max Duggan week one just last year. So he, in his mind, thought Morris was the better quarterback. Now you get him healthy this year, and at those odds in a conference that isn't super strong, that's, that's a crazy number.
0: I think so too, and and I heard someone from twenty four seven Sports talk talk about this team, and then he posted uh, like a size chart of just how big their offensive and defensive linemen are. They're going to be pretty well strapped up uh, up front. They lose a lot of speed, and like Quentin Johnston and Keandre Miller, who who are obviously fantastic, they're going to be playing on Sundays going forward. But um, then losing Mad Max Duggan's tough, but yeah, like you said, he was QB two going into that year. Um, exactly. So I think that they're very, very much in the fold here. Um, Texas Tech, I love Texas Tech. I, I, I think that there's real potential there. And then of course you got the defending champs in, in Kansas State. I think even that's good value. Um, and yeah, Texas winning the conference preseason like this, I just, I don't think there's much value there at all. May, may, maybe after the Alabama game, if, if they juice those odds a little bit more. But plus one hundred seems, seems like a crazy, crazy future bet.
2: Yeah, it's. It makes sense because on paper, Texas should be the the team to beat in that conference, and if they take care of business, this is a no sweat um, winner for the sports books in Texas. Mm. But they say this, you know, just about every year, Texas is back, and I'm not a huge fan of Ewers, and I'm not putting my money on him.
0: You know, he didn't throw for more than 200 yards last four Big 12 games. And I've been fed this propaganda that that the Big 12 doesn't play any defense. So which is, is it? Are the defense is good and Quinn Ewers just not able to keep up? Or is Quinn Ewers not very good?
2: I don't think Quinn Ewers is that good. There was a game last year where you know I was casually watching and I was looking at his stat line and it was like he was 18 for 48 and he, their team was still in it. So I think it speaks to the talent they have around him. But – I think he's been living off of that five-star reputation a little bit too long, and it's time for him to, you know, do something impressive.
0: Now, Tyler, is there a conference in particular that, that you're excited about? Uh, I'm, you see, if, so Texas has better odds to win the, the Big 12 than, than either Ohio State or, or Michigan. That feels crazy. but Any and conference jumping out to you, Tyler?
1: Yeah, I actually do love the Big 10 um because I feel very confident in Penn State being able to to win the Big 10. Be good, and they're be only good what pick. plus 600, plus 600. Um, it's a good payout. Which is still pretty good odds, but I think that they're going to come out and and show people that they're they're able to play at that level that Ohio State and Michigan are playing at. So I feel confident in in picking Penn State to win the Big Ten. The thing about Penn State that that, that I'm bullish on is that it it wouldn't surprise me
0: if they they did beat Michigan or Ohio State. But I I heard, I think it was Joel Cloud who broke down like like the tiebreakers. So, first of all, it, it goes who has the best winning percentage in the conference? And then if they all three beat each other, like Penn State beats Michigan, Michigan beats Ohio State, Ohio State beats Penn State, that's obviously a wash. Uh, and then it goes to uh, record against teams from the Big Ten West. And I, I think how, how we had to shape up was that Ohio State and Michigan are, are in significantly better positions to to win that tiebreaker than the Penn State. So that would be, be my big quorum with them. I definitely think they're good enough, to. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they were able to get Ohio State or, or Michigan. Uh, but they probably would have to get both of them. Or have, you know, them slip up uh, along the way as well.
1: I'm also sure. not mad about the um Wisconsin pick either. I don't know if I've been on it, but I'm not mad about the thought of Wisconsin coming out of the Big Ten.
2: They're they're definitely gonna shock some people with their offense this year. I don't That's know. How, so yeah, it's they're they're gonna put up points and put up points in a hurry with uh Longo, the old North Carolina offensive coordinator coming over. If their defense can hold up and, you know, do their part, I think, you know, they're just as good as bet as anybody to win that conference.
0: And then the ACC we're wrapping up futures talk, Clemson and Florida State, pretty much neck and neck. Uh, Clemson with a slight edge. I'm assuming that, you know, plus 20 is, is just because they're at home against Florida State. Yes. Um, either way, I, I think those are – you're too clear – favorites if i were going to to, to pick any team outside of those two i'm going north carolina plus 1100 feels like a really good feels like really good odds for team with potentially the best quarterback in the conference one of the best quarterbacks in the country and mac brown's no no slouch either so that that's probably my long shot pick there mine's got to be louisville
2: because jeff brom steps into a situation where the cupboard is not bare there and they, they've got some talent. If there were a lot of stuff would have to go Louisville's way, obviously, where Clemson and Florida State might have to fall off a cliff or something. But if you hunt gunned in my head and made me pick a third you know, dog in that race, I'd go Louisville.
0: Sweet. Well, you know what? I think it's time to, to put our money where our mouths are. Um, so we're, we'll be doing this every week. You know, we'll also yeah. some, some guests on, get get their thoughts as well. But we'll, we'll fill out our first wager board here. First one I dedicated, um, $100 wager on a future. So which one of these futures we just talked about, where you, you feel the, uh, the the biggest on. Uh, to me, I, I feel the, the best about Marvin Harrison Jr. winning the Heisman. I think that there's so many different quarterbacks that could separate themselves. It feels so hard to, to pick one. So I I think I'm gonna just go with the who I think is gonna be the, the best player. So give me, uh, yeah, give me Marvin Harrison Jr. plus three thousand for my one hundred dollar future. For mine,
2: I'm gonna go. Give me Jordan Travis for Heisman. What was it? Plus
0: twenty. Jordan no, Travis no. was plus
1: twelve hundred.
2: Yeah,
0: give me that.
1: Perfect, Tyler i'm going to go with kate clubnik kate club
0: all right so that's going to get you plus 1400 odds it's a bold move and then as far as week one goes um so so like i said we'll, we'll do this part every week where we talk about who we who we would put our money on and so to, to start off we'll, we'll start off light and then go towards our, our, our more profitable bets here so a hundred dollar bet here for me uh I'm typically going to bet against blowouts early. I think that there's a lot of inflated numbers here, and with the the, the new faster play with uh, with the clock not stopping on first downs, I think that's going to handicap teams to really turn up the the, the gas in, in some of these games. Um, so I'm going to bet on Colorado to cover twenty and a half points against TCU.
2: So for my first pick Thursday night, I'm not super confident in this, but I think it'll be close with, uh, obviously, we talked about it, Cam Rising being out. Give me Florida plus seven. I think they keep it within a touchdown.
1: Interesting pick. Interesting pick. So, again, I'm new to this, so I didn't get the actual odds or what the spread was. Um, but my for my first pick is Utah State to cover.
2: State to come. I think they're plus twenty-five.
1: Oh, actually, I think I have the game on my list too. And again, I um, I is did. There, are in, they again, but I, I did well, this on Thursday, so I'm not okay. sure if what's changed. It's um, either as of twenty-five. Yeah, this That's is what, what, I this what I have written down.
2: Also, Brandon, you put Florida State. Oh, yes, no. Yeah, Florida. Oh, oh, you
1: picked Florida.
0: Whoops. Whoops, whoops, whoops. And then I just have to have Florida. Florida, Florida. I really don't think Florida's gonna win more than five games this year.
2: feels so but year two under Napier, this should be a game that they're they're getting up for.
0: All right. So week one, our hundred dollar bets are in. Uh betting betting on the dogs here. And I feel like that's a, a good place to be. Uh-huh. Especially Utah State against Iowa. Uh, I don't think I, Iowa might not score 25 points, and that's not even that big of a knock on them. I think 25 points would be a step up there. My second pick here, you know, I, I know I said I wasn't going to pick blowouts uh, going forward. All right, let's getting started here, but I think Michigan plus 35 or minus 35 and a half feels feels pretty right. I think that they're going to come out rolling. I think they're they're, they're going to kind of flex out their, their muscles a, a little bit here.
2: Uh, My second one, Friday night, and this might be a little bit of an overreaction to week zero, but give me Hawaii Moneyline at home against Stanford. I I had that same thought too. I think Timmy Chang has got those guys playing a lot harder, and I thought, personally, Vanderbilt's roster would just be too much for them, and they hung around on the road, only lost by seven, so... I think you get a depleted Stanford team who's trying to overhaul a new offense. I think Hawaii and they're playing for Maui. You get that factor in there.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't hate that at all. I had that same thought, especially at at plus one thirty eight. That's that's not a bad payout. And and it's so much easier than you know, well, how many points do they need to score to cover? It's like do they win? Yes. All right, cut me my check. That's yeah. Tyler, what are you feeling here?
1: I have Purdue to cover three and a half over Fresno State. That's a good one. That is a good one. It's kind of a tight a line history. to walk, but I think I think Purdue is going to be a lot better than than some people think um, in terms of like playing against Fresno State. So I think they cover three and a half pretty easily. All right. Three hundred dollar bet. Now
0: we're now we're gonna get to see some some serious change here. For me, again, it's just betting against blowouts here. Just picking spreads that just seem very silly. Um, next one, um, I'm gonna pick Nevada plus thirty eight and a half. Um, who do they play? I think they play USC, and especially after seeing USC's defense against San Jose State, ah boy, thirty eight and a half seems like a huge mountain to cover.
1: Yeah, if their offense wasn't so good, they might mess around and lose that game.
2: You know, I don't know much about Nevada's offense, but if they can move the ball, I think the like the over-cruised in the San Jose State-USC game week zero, that might not be a bad play either.
1: Because
2: mm-hmm. you know USC's going to put up points. It's just a matter sure. of... Um, so my... Three hundred dollar pick. All right, I'm trying to figure out which ones I'm most confident in. Give me. I don't want to do that. Tulane minus six and a half. Tulane. I do love Tulane. I. I I think South Alabama. Team, I think Tulane is just on a different level and I think they're going to be the best group of five team pretty easily this year. And the fact that they're at home week one, they're ranked. I just, unless I'm totally missing something about South Alabama, I don't see how they don't win by double digits.
0: That's a, it's, it's a fair bet for sure. Um, a touchdown does seem, seem pretty heavy. Um, you know if I were to sell you on, on on Tulane not covering it'd be you know first game hiccups maybe they're up four late or so and they they don't push to, to cover that spread unfortunately but overall that not, not a bad bet there
1: yeah I'm gonna go ahead and put my money where my mouth is and I'm gonna take uh, Boise State to cover 14 and a half against Washington oh man how how bold I mean you could be really bold and pick them to win out right I'm gonna take him to cover. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Funny how money gets
2: involved, and in. he's a little less. Yeah.
1: Because <laughs> I do think Washington's gonna be a good team, but I do think Boise State is gonna show that they're a good team as well. I think 14 and a half. The one that I have here is 14 and a half. Um, I'll give you. I think they cover that. I think they cover that that pretty easily. Because um, I don't think it's gonna be a blowout. I don't think. I, I don't think like- they lose by double digits. I don't think.
2: I feel like the storyline for them is much like USC in week zero is defense optional for Washington. Like they have a really good offense, but can they play defense?
0: Agreed. And I think this could absolutely be, be a situation where Washington's up by 14 late, or they're even up by by, by 20 and Boise State, gets a touchdown in the last five minutes. Washington's just running out the clock, so they – walk backwards into that cover for, from Boise State. So that's I, – I do like that one a lot. Up next, $400 pick. Um, again, just, just betting against uh, betting against blowouts. Give me New Mexico plus 37.5 against Texas a and I do like Texas a and I think they're going to be very much improved compared to last year. And I think they win this game very comfortably, but 37.5 is, is pretty crazy.
2: Yeah, and they didn't play well against non conference teams last year. So they're working in Bobby Petrino as their new OC. So, like you said, that could go either way. That's not, certainly not a crazy thing to have happen.
0: Brooke, where are you heading? Five a $400 bet. We're getting serious here. These are big payouts. So, for my $400 bet,
2: I'm going with Texas Tech minus 14. Actually, you know what? I'm going to buy it down to the 13-and-a-half. I think they beat Wyoming by two touchdowns, even though they are on the road. They're at Wyoming, so that's going to be a weird one in itself. But Wyoming couldn't really throw the ball last year, and Texas Tech has a pretty stout defense, and they have Tyler Shaw coming back this year, or Show, however you say it. I, I don't see a world in which... Texas Tech doesn't win by 20, but maybe Wyoming's frisky at home week
0: one. What were the points that, that you were going to buy there?
2: So I saw it at
0: 14, but I'm going to buy it down to 13.5. Okay. Perfect. 13.5. That brings it down to 118. All right. Kyler, $400 bet.
1: Where are you heading? I have Ohio State to cover 30 points against Indiana. You're sick, man. Uh, I just uh, don't points. think Indiana's – I know it's a lot, but I don't think Indiana's going to be going to be able to hold a candle to Ohio State.
2: Probably not. And it's a good thing that they have, a, like, two quarterbacks fighting over a job. So even if the backups get in, still a guy who could be a starter.
0: Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And I think that with both of those guys playing, you really want to – like stretch out the field and see what what they can do which i think could lead out to, to some pretty big big numbers there so i i i typically hate big 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 old, uh, uh, favorites like that but I, that feels like a, a good one all right big one five hundred dollar bets for me i mean this I think it also adds more juice to what's supposed to be a very exciting game, but I, I really just do feel so high about this team to to win and to, to to cover the spread. Give me LSU minus two and a half.
1: I love that. I love that. A fool in oh their mind gosh. soon parted. God, I can't <laughs> wait to watch that game.
2: I can't wait to get back on here Tuesday or Wednesday next week and tell you how wrong you guys
0: were. I'll, I'll I'll wait for it, but LH, i you. I can't think wait the to just the SEC West. I can't I, wait to just
1: bust an egg over your face. Just yeah. let it run down. I think right. Kelly's a better coach than than they got. Let's no a team. butt
0: I'll
1: bet a butt chug all day. <laughs> bet a what? <laughs> a butt chug. A butt chug. Oh, well, I'm not chugging anything with my butt.
0: <laughs> I, uh,
1: dude, come on, put your money where your mouth where your butt is, dude. Come on. <laughs>
0: Oh, man. I mean, anything other than a butt chug. What are <laughs> come on.
1: You're old. You said her. Oh, that's These crazy. These are serious wagers, Brandon. Yeah. We're a house divided right now.
0: <laughs>
2: well, I guess since Brandon's out, we won't do it.
0: <laughs> come up with – I'll come up with something. All right. A butt um, chug. I, I, I won't even have the facilities for that either. <laughs> I don't either. You just I mean, get a long neck and just shove it right in your bum. Yeah, yeah I, I, you know, I guess it's not a complicated yeah. uh, setup there. Moving on for my uh, $500 oh my pick,
2: because that was going down a dark path there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my most confident is Penn State minus twenty and a half against West Virginia. I just. I don't see how they stay competitive with him. I think they're going to be eager to show off Drew Aller's arm and their defense is pretty good. And from what I remember about Garrett Green, he did not look very good throwing the ball. He can move a little bit with his legs and I think Penn State has the athletes to shut him down pretty easily. So I like them a lot. That's a good
0: bet.
1: I like that one a lot. Tyler, it's the big one. My, my butt chug back, bet of the week is going to be <laughs> um, Wisconsin covered 27 against Buffalo. Wow. Like, I think that's going to be pretty bag. easy. I think that's going to be one of the easiest ones on the board this week.
0: What were the points you had for it?
1: Um, I have 27. What do my you gosh, have? 27
0: is fine. Too. I had so many points. <laughs> <laughs> Roll with the big dogs. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> you're really getting after. You're really getting it, it, into the spirit. I, I really – I
2: don't wish people losing money, but – Oh, here we go. Yep. But just the first time you get backdoored on like a meaningless <laughs> oh, Buffalo it hurts. or Indiana touchdown, you're going to be like, what the fuck?
0: It hurts, yeah. but it, we, we all go through it.
2: The back Even, door is always open. Uh,
0: brutal stuff, except when we're chugging beers. Then mine is – Comfortably close. <laughs> <It's> firmly shut. <laughs> well, perfect. I mean, I, I, I like this a lot here. Uh, we, got, we got some futures. We got some some underdogs, some big favors to cover here. Then we'll, we'll keep track on how much money we're, we're winning or losing. Brooke, went up to $3,200 just this week. Uh, me right there at 3,150. Tyler there at 3,157. So, Brooke, out, outside of your bets, which one of our bets do you like the best?
2: So out of your guys is... <laughs> It's. I would have to go with Wisconsin minus 27, just because I think. I, go... I have a hard time believing Buffalo is going to score enough points to stay inside this number and. People are going to be thoroughly shocked by how easily Wisconsin's going to move the ball. So,
0: not wrong there. It's already a double in my book. There you go.
1: Out of me and Brooks picks, which ones do you like the most? Um, Everything in my body wants me to pick the LSU minus two and a half. Um, <laughs> but I won't. I do. I do like the money, the Hawaii money line pick. I think that they're going to be a, a better team that people are expecting.
0: And that's a good one. I wanted to, to throw on a, a couple of straight up underdogs, but I, I couldn't find one. But my heart was was looking at Hawaii. But then I just remember how bad you uh, Vanderbilt is. Like,
1: I, Dude, I I, I think that has
0: way more to do with them than than Hawaii. I had that same thought in my head, but they only lost to Vanderbilt
2: on the road by seven. That's crazy, and I think Stanford is a lot worse than Vanderbilt. So we'll see how that shakes out. But
0: you're not wrong there. Yeah, that's a I, that's a good way to look at it. Let's see if I'm if I'm looking to steal anybody's wager here. I think I like, despite them being such a big favorite. I think I like Penn State minus twenty eight and a half. I think you nailed it right on the head. I think they're going to really try to put Drew Allar into some situations where he's going to have to really air it out. And not just lean on on that great run offense, and I think this is a perfect opportunity for him to do that. Well, perfect, outstanding stuff. We got our boards ready to go. We got week one coming up here. Um, I'm surprised that none of us had any money on Nebraska or or against Nebraska. Never uh, bet with your heart. Well, 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 then I'm also surprised that no, nobody's had to put an emotional yeah. hedge on it. Yeah, some, I some Minnesota I in there.
2: I think if but, there is a, a play on the Nebraska Minnesota game, I think it's the under.
0: I know I think it's so. I think it's a good move. I think yeah, it's I, I think they're a slobber knocker. Especially two teams with, with two new quarterbacks. Uh, of course Nebraska's that pretty much knew everything, but especially replacing a guy like Tanner Morgan, who's been such a, a pivotal part of that team, I, I absolutely think that they'll, they'll keep it on the ground and the under is a good one. And I, and I would hate to, to, to bet Minnesota minus seven and then have them win by four. So you lose the game and you lose the money. Yeah, that would be a tough one. So and it, and it worked out pretty well with how odd that Nebraska has been favored over the last few years. Like I've gotten them straight up against Iowa as a favorite a couple of times. Um, but otherwise, I, I feel pretty good about this. I'm pretty juiced. We got some good stuff going on here. I mean, by this time of next week, we'll be talking NFL as well, so we'll really blow up this board here. Perfect. Anything else you guys would like to add?
2: I want to put something out there for the f- the few people that are listening right now. Is you know, take these with a grain of salt. Like Tyler said, uh, I had a pretty rough well- week zero. So what? if you're looking was- to make some money, fading me would not be a bad idea.
0: Well, I, I mean, it sounds like to me that you're due for a good week.
2: Well, I've been due the past, you know, six (laughs) years then.